0: Listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network.
1: It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Whitney City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago this is windy city slam podcast welcome on in everyone mike pankow here the founder and editor of windycityslam.com and the host of windy city slam podcast and welcome to episode number 118 and this week we're very excited to welcome on in for the very first time a young gun in the chicagoland wrestling scene You've seen him in places such as Chicago-style wrestling, Berwin Championship Wrestling, and Rocket Pro Wrestling. The Ryan Matthews will be the special guest this week. Looking forward to talking with him in just a little bit. But before we get to Ryan, we're going to talk about WWE WrestleMania Backlash. It was a solid card. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about some local action from Power Entertainment and preview just a few of the events from around the Chicagoland area this weekend. Right here. A Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle. But what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.TrueHeightsTX.com or give them a call at 708- 248-7039. Hey, it's the Cryonic Redneck Coldstone, Tim Boston, CS underscore Tim Boston on social media. And when I'm not scooping, when I'm not wrestling, I'm listening to Windy City Slam. Give me a, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Windy City Slam podcast. I would just like to thank our sponsors, both for the podcast and for WindyCitySlam.com. Thank you to George over at True Heights Treatment for their support over the last couple of months. We're forming a little bit of a partnership, and we're very excited to have True Heights Treatment, based in Chicago Heights, as one of our sponsors right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. And also thank you for the last year and ongoing for the sponsorship of Dank and Glazed Goods, great baked goods, WindyCitySlam.com is indebted to Dank and Glaze for their support and sponsorship for the last year. So thank you to the folks at both True Heights and Dank and Glazed for their support for Windy City Slam and Chicago and Independent Wrestling. All right, before we get to the local indies, let's talk a little bit of WWE WrestleMania backlash this past Sunday night, May the 8th, on WWE Network on Peacock. Pretty good show. Uh, Only six matches on the card. Top heavy. The four top matches were very, very good. And there were a couple of matches that were just, man, they were there. They were okay. Paint by numbers, blah, blah, blah. But solid show. Maybe a B plus, A minus effort for WWE. Those big four matches really kind of carried the show. SmackDown Women's Championship, the I Quit match. Ronda Rousey is your new SmackDown Women's Champion, making Charlotte Flair scream the words I quit while in an arm bar through a chair. And now it looks like Charlotte Flair might be out for a little bit. So Ronda will be carrying the banner for the SmackDown Women for the foreseeable future. And I thought this was a much better match than their fight at WrestleMania. A little bit more of a story to this one and solid win for Ronda Rousey. In the main event, we had the bloodline of Roman Reigns and the Usos. They defeat RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre. And no, I'm not calling him RK-McBro, ridiculous as that sounds. Roman pins Riddle to win the match. Very exciting six, man. A lot of back and forth, a lot of high spots and, and finishing moves and stuff like that. Really fun match. Roman Reigns is still the... The big dog. He's still your tribal chief. We have to acknowledge the fact that he is the man in WWE. And it was a hell of a match. Great six man. It'll be interesting to see where Roman goes from here. The rematch from WrestleMania. No surprises this time. Cody Rhodes ends up pinning Seth freaking Rollins. By grabbing Seth's tights in the process. It was Seth that actually initiated. By trying to grab Cody's tights for a leverage pin. But then. Cody turns the tables. And as the great Gorilla Monsoon once said, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And sure enough, Cody Rhodes uses Seth Rollins' 30 tactics against him to get the win to go up two to nothing in their rivalry since Cody returned at WrestleMania. I thought this was an outstanding match. Anytime you get Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins in the ring together, they're going to make some magic. And they did once again. Edge pins AJ Styles. So Damian Priest was banned from ringside, but he did try to come out toward the end of the match anyway to try to interfere. Finn Balor counters that interference, but an individual, a masked figure, came out to to distract AJ Styles, and then Edge got the pin. The masked figure ended up being Rhea Ripley. So a female member of Judgment Day So the faction grows. Now it's Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. The dark faction known as Judgment Day. It should be a lot of fun where they go from here. Interesting to see what happens with AJ Styles now. Does he continue trying to fight the good fight? Maybe Finn Balor comes with him. Maybe there's a tag match. Maybe they get another woman involved. So maybe it's three on three with two men and a woman on each side. Be interesting to see if they go that way for Hell in a Cell which of course is in Chicago or actually Rosemont at the All-State Arena, the old Rosemont Horizon on Sunday, June the 5th. So over the next few weeks of WWE television, they're going to be building toward that show in suburban Chicago. And then the other two matches that were just kind of there, Matt Moss pinned Happy Corbin and Omos pins former WWE champion Bobby Lashley with some help from MVP. Matches were okay. Didn't have a lot of heat in either one. I mean, Lashley probably got a, a little bit more cheers and heat than the other three, but yeah, just running them the mill matches you could have seen maybe on a main event of Raw or a middle of SmackDown type of match, but, you know, they're okay. So solid show for WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, probably mostly forgettable, even though a couple of the matches were really, really good. So if you didn't see it, it's still worth checking out on Peacock. It's up there now. Local events from this past weekend, we had POW Entertainment's Day of Reckoning at Rumpel's up in Twin Lakes. Here are the results from POW Entertainment. We had Kazile defeating Kevin O'Reilly, and then Mass Marauder came out to interrupt Mr. Riccolo, And then he started berating the crowd, and then Mason Parks, we haven't seen for several months, recovering from a knee injury, came out to shut up Marauder. He wants a match against... Mass Marauder, but his official return will be next month at Summer Explosion back at the American Legion in Fox Lake. So very excited to see the young Mason Perks making his return to POW Entertainment. And now it appears he's going to be a babyface. When we last saw him, he was definitely a heel going after Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom. So be interested to see this new face of Mason Perks. Then we had Matteo Valentine defeating Axel Rico by disqualification when Axel wouldn't let go of a submission move while Matteo was in the ropes. Joey the Pitbull Chi Chi and Polly Tomaselli defeat BMI. In the POW versus SCW tag team match, Scott Spade and Tiny defeat Hunter Payne and Marco Anthony via a disqualification. And that attack from Payne and Anthony continued until Tomaselli and Chi-Chi as well as Revolution came out to kind of save Tiny and Spade. We'll see a little bit more of that later on in the show. Then Rough Crossing retains the POW Bitwish Championship by beating BOW. Main event, POW Tag Team Championships, Revolution, and the Bad Ombre Cartel. The match was thrown out because Hunter Payne and Marco Anthony interfered, so we didn't get a decision. And then next show... It looks like we're going to get the rematch between Revolution and Bad Ombre Cartel. So lots of crazy stuff going on in Pow. It was a hell of a week up there at Rumpoles in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. Moving on to this weekend, we have a few events we want to talk about real quick. Rocket Pro Wrestling's kicks on 66 at St. Joseph Park in Joliet. Now, this is the season finale for Rocket Pro until they come back in the fall. So they're doing it big here, and let's run down the card. Rocket Pro Tag Team Championships, no coast, defend the titles against the kings of the six. And then we have the Wrestling for a Cure Cruiserweight Championship between Jake Lander and Sabotage. Our guest for this week, the Ryan Matthews, takes on Damian Jashane. And then the Rocket Pro Chicagoland Championship in a fatal four-way match. We have Ruthless Rockin' Rivera against the Amazing Turtle against Just Amazing and the mercenary, Garrison Creed. Tag team action sees Warhawse of Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser against those damn coyotes of Brooks Burna and Connor Hopkins. Women's match of Amaris Blair and Celine Gray. And then the main event, the blow-off of all blow-offs, the big match that will decide the future of Rocky Pro Wrestling, the five-on-five elimination match, Survivor Series style, for control of Rocket Pro Wrestling, The Idols, Rockstar Johnny Nye, Damian Gray, Kevin Cade, Flash Harris, and Joliet's own Gunner Brave. With the Council of Joey Roth and Roxy Hart, taking on Team Rocket Pro, Aaron Stone, Shogun Chris Logan, the Rocket Pro Champion, Old Evil Christian Rose, the Maniacal Grin, And the veteran all day, Marche Rocket. So that should be really interesting to see. Do the idols win and take control? Joey Roth, if that happens, won't stop crowing about that all summer. Or does Team RPW, do they win and get it in control once again? So it'll be interesting. Saturday night, May the 14th, Rockford Damage Inc. Not soon enough. In Rockford featuring Beer City Bruiser. Paulie Tomaselli, Revolution, Axel Rico, Chico Suave, Mongo and Kazal, and more. Then we have Squared Circle Megastars, Saturday, May the 14th, Ambition at the Berwin Eagles Club in Berwin, featuring Miles Mercer, the Kang, against Noriega. Then we have Chico Suave against Joy Pitbull Chichi with Chaz Moretti. Squared Circle Megastars Mega Championship, also Turkle, defends against Isaiah Moore, then we have Buns of Steel, Jay Fowler versus Will Austin. A four-way match with the winner getting a future championship shot at one of the future shows coming up later this year. We have JPH, we have DOJ, DaCobra, and Castle going in the four-way match. Matteo Valentine takes on Dante DVS with Lucius Ironside in his corner. SCM Tag Team Titles the champion's 1,000 horsepower, defending against the newcomers, Twist and Flip. SCM shooting star title, Alex Romero defends against El Johnny Santos. Then we have Yabo the Clown versus Vince Steele. And for the SCM heavyweight championship, the New York D Di Ramos defends against Lennox Leon with Levi Maguire. Turning to Sunday, May 15th, we have Gali Lucha Libre's Galaversario 15, their 15th anniversary show at Walther Christian Academy. And on that show, we have Psycho Clown, Macias, Drago, Aerostar, Hijo de Dos Caras, Sam Adonis, Aeroboy, plus tons of local Gali favorites, including Ricky Cruz, Golden Dragon, Atomico Jr., Bandolero, Jake Painter, La Sociedad Barriqua, Leslie La Munica, plus past Windy City Slam guests, Big John Crowley and Mr. Kate. So it's a loaded show. Golly does it good, especially for their anniversary show. That's this Sunday afternoon at Walter Christian Academy. And then one more show. In the region, on Sunday, May the 15th, GLCW and Control Your Narrative combine for Awakening at Circle B Recreation up in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, Now, this is talent from GLCW, OVW, as well as the Control Your Narrative promotion, the former Braun Stoneman, Adam Scherer, and EC3 and company. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So Adam Scherer and EC3 against Joey Jet Avalon and Drew Hernandez in the tag team main event. Then we have Damo, the former Killian Dane, against Friend of the Show and... A really good pal of ours, and I I can't understand why he's putting himself in this match, but Jordan Cross. And hopefully Jordan survives, at least, against the big man. Should be interesting to see if Jordan can counter the mass of Damo. And then we have Flip Gordon, formerly of ROH, against Omar Amir. Jake Logan versus Vinny Pacifico, plus matches with GLCW champion Backwoods Brown, TW three and more. All right. Coming up here in mere moments. The man you've been waiting for for the very first time. The Ryan Matthews. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business promoters. Do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy city slam podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy city slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Pankow at com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WendyCitySlam.com. All right, back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week. And I'm very excited to welcome for the very, very first time a guy that's been growing up around the Chicago scene for the last four years in places like Chicago-style wrestling, and more recently, Berwin Championship Wrestling and Rocket Pro Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, the Ryan Matthews.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Ryan, how are you? Oh, I am living the absolute dream. Of course, I would be living the dream. Why wouldn't I be?
1: Yeah, and welcome to Windy City Slam Podcast. Yes, thank you for
0: having me. What a good time.
1: It's been about a year uh, in the making since we Mm -hmm. talked a little bit last year about it. So I'm very excited to finally bring you on in.
0: Yes, I'm excited
1: to be here. All right. So for the last four years, you've been Mm -hmm. working with CSW. And now the last year or so, you've become a regular at Rocket Pro Wrestling based out of Joliet. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Berwyn Championship Wrestling in Berwyn. Mm -hmm. what's the experience been like for you over these last four years as a wrestler?
0: So I'm more of like, I'm the type of guy that I normally like to stay close to home just because of I'm a family man. I like to be around my family and stuff like that. Um, But with wrestling, um, I don't know. It's something I enjoy. I appreciate a uh, promotion that, you know, has some sort of good quality about it, whether it's the fans, the production value, the posters, I'm always looking for something that will like, how am, I, how am I able to make that promotion look good along with how is that promotion going to make me look good? So uh, those are two very important things whenever I'm like looking for places to wrestling. And honestly, it's been a fun time. The past four years have been uh, crazy. I've uh, done some weird things, had some weird things happen, but it's enjoyable.
1: You're uh, you're definitely look good. You're a fine looking young man. You got the big smile. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get a little bit into your schedule coming up. uh mm-hmm. Rocket Pro Wrestling this Saturday night, May mm-hmm. the 14th, St. Yes. Park, final show of the season. You will be facing Damien Duchesne. So, how did that match come about? And uh, what are you going to do against Damien?
0: Um, I don't know. I like, so the, how it came about, I don't know. They were just like, hey, you're going to wrestle this guy. And I was like, okay, I guess I will wrestle this guy. Um, I've seen him wrestle several times. Uh, He's pretty good. He does a lot of the like grappling and uh, a lot of the like submission type of wrestling. I wrestled in junior high, high school. So I've like wrestled a long time. I know how to do that. So I'm Mm -hmm. not really afraid. Also, I have a good like 50 pounds on this kid. So, you know, that also plays into my favor. It'll be a good match. It'll be interesting, a little different from what I'm used to normally doing, but uh, it will be a good time, and I'm fairly certain I will come out with a win on that one.
1: Now, you mentioned uh, you have a little bit of an amateur background dating back to Westmont High School. So Mm -hmm. uh, how has that helped you in the transition to the pro game?
0: So um, I wrestled wrestled a lot. Uh, I wrestled, like, the really lightweights. I would always cut weight a bunch, and it wasn't until – the end of my junior year, I got injured really badly on both of my shoulders. And that's when I legitimately like, because I always like worked out, but never like super seriously. And that's when I really got into working out. Uh, and that's when I started to gain weight. And then the next year I started wrestling when I turned 18 uh, professionally. And then um, it's helped a lot because, you know, wrestling is a lot about, you know, movement, like learning how the opponent moves compared to how you move and being able to feel that out. And that's all, you know, amateur wrestling is, is mm-hmm. you're just going with the flow of what's happening. And in the same way, wrestling, you're going with the flow.
1: Now, let's get back a little bit to your upcoming schedule. Um, mm-hmm. Bourbon Championship Wrestling, and that's Saturday, May the 21st. That's also their last show of the season. Mm-hmm. You will be facing the lovable and popular Chico Suave. For the Indiana State Championship, which you've held for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. What are you expecting out of Chico? And then uh, what does that Indiana State Championship mean to you?
0: You see, Chico is just, uh, Chico's jealous of me. You know, we face each other once. He lost. He didn't get that title. He's upset about it. And he thinks that he can, you know, come out and challenge me again with his Berwin rules basically stating that it's going to be on his terms. I don't really trust that. I don't trust a man who wants something to be on his own terms rather than the rules of the specific belt. But, you know, I gave him this opportunity. Uh, this is just an opportunity for me to prove to everybody that I am better than Chico and that uh, he's nothing compared to the Indiana State champion,
1: Ryan Matthews. It seems like the only person you haven't been able to figure out uh, the last few months over a Berwick championship wrestling is Chuck Moreau's and in our wrestling contest. What it's, happened there?
0: That was, that was ridiculous. He, um, you know, he must be doing steroids or something. Cause all of a sudden, like this ungodly strength came in his arm and like, it was ridiculous. It was a, uh, it was an act of God that helped him beat me there. I don't, I don't know what happened. Something shady was going on.
1: yeah and also uh going back to a little bit of bcw um seems like a company i think it's really cool how it's structured you you have some of your veterans you got like Vic capri Mm -hmm. a shogun chris logan and and Mm -hmm. and the the n-words people like that and then you have a whole bunch of younger guys you included Mm -hmm. i just think it's awesome that you kind of it's like a A learning on the job type of experience working at bcw with a lot of the young guys facing those veterans is that kind of the way you feel as well
0: yeah i think it was such a great experience for me when i first started work like wrestling to have all those you know people who've been around for so long who can impart their wisdom upon you so you really get to just learn from them um it's a great experience to have because not everybody has that experience where there's a lot of people who start out and the only people that they have are people who've all, only been wrestling like a year or so. So it's nice having those people that have like 10, 15, 20 years in the business because you can really learn a lot from those people.
1: And speaking of Vic Capri, now let's yeah, segue yeah. to uh, Chicago Style Wrestling's big show, Turn It Up, and that's Friday, May the 20th. Joey, that Chad Avalon defends the CSW championship against Scotty Tuhati, but mm-hmm. it will be you, the Ryan Matthews, against the ice pig Vic Capri. What mm-hmm. should be an amazing opportunity for you?
0: Yeah, this is a uh, second time I've wrestled him. I've wrestled at him at CSW like a year ago, I think, maybe two years. I'm excited because I'll get to show him like I've grown a lot since then, overall in size and in wrestling ability. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed, though, because, you know, how great it is to wrestle Vic Capri, who is the champion there for a long time, as you know. But uh, TJ Steele, I have a bone to pick with that guy, yet they're not giving him to me. I think they're just afraid of uh, what I would do to him. But, you know, that's all right.
1: We'll get to you and TJ in just a second, but... (laughs) Capri, I mean, this guy's amazing. I just saw him up at all-heel wrestling against Ricky Reyes. Now, this is a guy that's been in Lucha Underground, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and Vic actually beats him, and it's a hell of a classic match. So what are you going to have to do to try to get past Vic on uh, the 20th?
0: See, Vic might be a strong, big wrestler man, but uh, you know, when it comes to his minds, there's not much there in general, let alone anything that's going to help him get the one up on me. I like to think that I am a very smart wrestler and I'm very smart with everything that I do. I'm calculated. And when it comes to this match that we have, you know, I just have to get under his skin, get him a little angry. And the next thing you know, I'll be up on top.
1: And now turning to TJ Steele, last CSW Mm -hmm. show, you had a match with him, and it seemed like you were a little too preoccupied with the man's biceps instead of trying to get a a victory, so to speak, and you got counted out. So uh, what happened there?
0: So um, TJ Steele, for ever since I started, basically, TJ Steele – um, has been the person that everybody will compare me to saying like, oh, you're little TJ or, oh, you wish that you were as strong as TJ or, oh, you wish you were as pretty as TJ. And I don't appreciate that. I am the Ryan Matthews. I don't know why I would ever be put under someone's shadow. And when I'm under his shadow, it just it just really gets at me. And this is four years of just pent-up aggression that's finally coming out where I get to prove to everybody, not just him, that I am better than TJ Steele. Yet people keep on saying that he is a prettier man than me, which I just don't appreciate. What I was trying to do there was to prove that I am the stronger, more beautiful wrestler, and he refused to let it happen. And honestly, I just think it's because he's afraid. He's afraid of what I might do to him. Uh, He's afraid what the fans might think when they realize that I'm the better version. So he's just, you know, running away from me, refusing to let me have what I want. And, you know, honestly, if he wants to play that game, I'll play that game with him too. And I'll show him who's boss in the end.
1: Okay. Um, going back to CSW, uh, before we get uh, into your roots with the company, mm-hmm. you also had a long feud with Matteo
0: Valentine last yes, year. Yes, I did.
1: And it, you had that crazy first ever beauty supply match. Where we just Heck saw the yeah. second one this mm-hmm. past show, but... This one, it was you and Mateo, and all kinds of crazy things went down. Now, now, what was it like to be in the middle of that mess?
0: Um, Mateo's a strange man. I can't say it any other way. He's he's an interesting cookie. Uh, It was a good time. It was fun. Um, The match was crazy. Um, You know, in the end, when you're having a match, when there's weapons or beauty supply stuff in that case, it's never – really exactly what I would care, call a fair matchup per se, because, uh, you know, especially with something like that, it's not like, it's not like, oh, this is a chairs match or a tables match where like everybody just has the same opportunities. Whenever you have something with like a weapons match, you know, there could be like random things and, you know, he got the best of me there. I feel like if we win again, things might be different. They might not be, but uh, it was a good time. I enjoyed it.
1: All right, CSW, and this is how you got into the business, like, about four years or so ago. Now, what led you to Steve Boz, and how did it all start for you?
0: So, um, originally when I started, uh, when I, like, started to get into wrestling, I was like, I want to, like, do this at the professional level. Um, I was looking for places to train, and at the time in Chicago, there was only two places – Uh, The one was this place that's not around anymore. And then the other place was Chicago Style Wrestling, uh, CSW. So um, I went to their show. I think it was the 20th of April. Saw it. And I reached out to Boz before that, like, hey, I'm interested and stuff like that. So I went to the show, saw it. And then literally the next Tuesday, I drove down to their uh, training uh, facility. And I signed up, paid and everything like that. And then I got started that same day um ever since then that was like that was like my home promotion that's where i started off so like i still go back there because you know that's where i started and i know everybody there and it's just like it's comfortable it's home for me
1: now who else was kind of in your uh, your class so to speak that first year
0: oh man the only people that are left that are still wrestling uh Missa Kate, okay uh save engage axel rico and uh sky blue
1: that's a pretty good group there it is. Yeah. You had a little uh, thing with Sky Blue last year, too, that big mixed tag match where, uh, with Mateo and uh, Heather Reckless involved as well. So uh, yeah. what was that all about, you trying to get at Sky there?
0: Um, well, you know, so when I first started off back in the day, um, it was my goal to be the CSW Women's Champion. <laughs> and that's always been kind of a joke ever since that started. Um, mm-hmm. Now, because of that, Sky and I have always had this little kind of feud that's going on. Um, and basically, with that, she, uh, you know, we would talk trash to each other sometimes. So then they're like, "Okay, let's put them in a match against each other." Now they didn't want to just put me against her because you know I'm significantly bigger than her. Even though I we have done that several times, and I'm fairly certain you go back, I've won those matches. But yes, I have. But um, uh. <laughs> we've been in tag teams at csw we've had singles matches and some other different promotions and stuff like that um every time is a fun time but um in a matchup like that it's not necessarily fair when you put up like you know a 200 pound man versus like 120 pound five foot three girl (laughs)
1: So, uh, what do you think of her success right now? Getting out there a little bit with AEW, she was also Mm -hmm. the former AAW uh, Women's Champion, in addition to Mm -hmm. being the CSW Women's Champion. So, what do you think of what she's done? And then maybe are you a little jealous of of her quicker success in terms of getting up, getting the opportunity with like an AEW?
0: Well, um, if anybody deserves it, it's definitely her. Now, I know Sky significantly better than like pretty much everybody. Uh, and, uh, um, we've been friends for a very long time. And if I know that if anybody like has worked harder than her, like there's not like, it's literally her, like she works harder than anybody else. Um, so she honestly deserves it. Uh, and she's doing great. It's really impressive. It's fun to see her wrestle, like, to be like, Oh, Hey, I know that person on TV. Um, but along with that, like, yeah, like sometimes you would want to feel jealous about somebody being like doing better. Um, But, like, she deserves it, so, like, I can't be jealous and everything like that. And I think, too, like, men's wrestling compared to women's wrestling is a very different game. I feel like women hit their peak a lot younger than men do. If you look at any, like, big-time roster, um, the men who are at the top are normally significantly older than, like, most women are. Like, yeah, sure, you have, like, your Charlotte Flairs who are, like, older, but, like, most of your girls that you see are, like, in their 20s compared to most men that you see, Mm -hmm. um, like, in, like... WWE, AEW, New Japan, they're all like in their 30s. So it just there's a lot more men compared to women. So I just feel like it takes a little longer to move up. And everything is about paying your dues. So that's just how it is. And honestly, I'm so happy for her. I have nothing bad, whatever, like whatsoever to say about that, because I'm really glad she deserves it.
1: That's pretty awesome. Now, let's get a little bit to your uh, promo style, so to speak. <laughs> a lot of screaming, not only on the promos, but during the matches themselves. Now, do you ever lose your voice? Because you, you kind of get really high pitch there sometimes.
0: Um. So I am a classically trained musician. I okay. sang from when I was three years old all the way. Like I even got scholarship opportunities from a bunch of music schools for college. I didn't want to do music in college, so I turned them down. But um, I know how to be loud without like really ruining my vocal cords. Now, sometimes, like let's say I'm doing like a triple shot. If I have like three wrestling shows in a row, um, those would be times when I kind of like lose my voice because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you are if you're talking that much, yelling that much, screaming that much. It just starts to take a toll. But normally, I don't lose my voice. I'm pretty good.
1: That's pretty cool. So uh, how far back does that go? I mean, high school, uh, before high school?
0: Uh, what specifically?
1: The, the voice training and stuff like the that. The voice
0: training. Uh, yeah, before high school. I've been doing it like my whole life. Like uh, my mom's side is very musical. My great grandma sang on the radio. My grandma sang on the radio. My mom was in a bunch of like music stuff. Like she played instruments. I played instruments. I like, I played the piano and stuff like that. My entrance on for bcw i made that entrance song stuff like that so like i'm very musically inclined and stuff like that and it directly correlates into wrestling because you know you're used to being in front of a crowd you're used to performing all the talking and yelling and stuff like that
1: that's interesting i don't know if you've ever heard of a wrestler named joe Hendry. he's based out of the uk and he's been in Mm -hmm. impact wrestling in the past and roh i believe as well He had a little experience singing like during his entrance, which I thought was really kind of a cool gimmick.
0: I do know who you're talking about. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, my number one goal when I started wrestling was not to sing when I wrestled because I didn't want to be known as like the Aiden English who came out of CSW originally too from Chicago was the opera singing guy. And I didn't want to be the opera singing guy, even though I could be the opera singing guy, <laughs> but uh, I was like, I'm going to stay away th- from that.
1: Now, did you do anything in high school? Like, were you part of drama or like a music thing, like club, or were you just basically athletics?
0: No. So I did, um, I did musicals and stuff. Uh, more in junior high, I did musicals. I was the lead uh, for Beauty and the Beast when I was in eighth grade nice. Uh I was also in Madrigals. um, and, uh, I did stuff with like state choir and stuff like that.
1: That's pretty awesome. All right. So, uh, being 22 years old, mm-hmm. what are your short-term and long-term goals in the business?
0: In the business, um, short-term goals. Uh, I'm hoping specifically that, um, I have been in talks recently with, um, some of the like uh like intermediate like promotion like more like you know like televised promotions like the like kind of like impacts nwas rohs like those guys i've been i've been talking to people like that uh recently so hopefully that happens within the next few months maybe you'll see me on some posters uh and then um hopefully as well i'm able to get some sort of like dark match or something like that Either AEW or WWE. Long term goal, I would love to be in the WWE. They are a gimmick company. I am a gimmick wrestler. I think I would fit great there. Um, That's been the goal. Uh, I would love to do that. That would be awesome.
1: So, where did the idea for the heads on sticks come from?
0: (laughs) Okay. So, um, when I was in high school, my senior year, yeah, you get um, for all the seniors, they would print out these like big cutouts of like your like upper torso. So for track, I had, um, I had a big like cutout of my upper torso and I got that. And as a joke, I would keep it in my passenger seat seat, like with the seatbelt across it and stuff like that in my uh, passenger seat in my car. And one time at wrestling, um, like we were joking around about it and I brought it in and then I like, as a joke while, while we were practicing, I was like, you see this? And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And one of the, one of the guys who was there, um, DeAndre, he was, uh, he's wrestled around in Witty City. Oh, I'm trying to think of what is, uh, his gimmick name Something I don't know. But anyway, he, uh, he was like, you should do that. He was like, you should, you should do that for a character. And I was like, that would be kind of funny. So we would kind of joke about it in practice. And like, I kind of got a little used to it we more like, oh, like, it wasn't really the whole I'm beautiful gimmick yet, but it was more like, hey, I'm the guy who has my face. And, you know, I did that at one show in a battle royal at CSW. And people thought it was funny. They were like, that's funny. And I started doing, like, I just randomly said, I'm beautiful, like, in the middle of the, like, show. And then people, like, laughed at that. And I, like, from right there, it kind of stuck. The whole gimmick, then I made a big head. And then I made little heads on sticks. I just ordered more. I ordered new heads and stuff like that just the other day. So they should be coming in hopefully within the next week or so. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where that came from.
1: Pretty cool. Before we wrap this up, let's talk a little bit about your social media, your mm-hmm. merchandise, if you have any available and go mm-hmm. ahead and just run down your upcoming events.
0: Okay. So uh, social media, you can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram on uh the underscore Ryan underscore Matthews the Ryan Matthews. Um, my uh, I have a pro wrestling's t store, uh, which is also the Ryan Matthews. You just go to their website, you can find me there. I have shirts up on that. If you want faces mailed to you, I will. You DM me, I will mail you a face. Um, along with that, uh, shows that I have upcoming. I have for sure Rocket Pro next Saturday. Then I have both. CSW and BCW the week after that. here. Let me. Look. What was that date? The uh, 20th and 21st.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, and then there's a chance I might be at LLT uh, on the 22nd.
1: Okay. And that's over at Berwyn Eagles as well, correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. V. Ryan Matthews, thank you so very much for coming on the show. Uh, some great stories from you. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do over the next few years and whether or not you can accomplish that WWE dream goal.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for I... having me on the show.
1: Great talking to star in the making, the Ryan Matthews. Very excited to see where his career goes over the next few years in the Chicago area and perhaps beyond. You can catch him at CSW, Berwyn Championship Wrestling, as well as Rocket Pro Wrestling. And that Rocket Pro Wrestling show against Damien DeShane is this weekend in Joliet at St. Joseph's Park. Alright, next week, there'll be plenty to talk about from the local Chicagoland scene, recaps and previews of many, many shows in the area. Plus, we're still working on a guest for next week. We're hoping it's a big one. So, stay tuned to Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.